Hi, this is Regina Stafford from Be A Voice, Not An Echo, and I'll be answering your questions again today. Uh, so if some of my answers actually generate more questions by all of you, please feel free to send them on in too. Once I finish the questions phase, I'm going to be speaking on different topics. So there and again, if there's anything special you want to hear about, please let me know. So today's question is, how do I let people speak into my life when I'm wired to feel condemned by their corrections? Okay, so I think that there are two ways that I want to answer this. The first is we get hurt through connection and we get healed through connection. So I would hope that the person or the people that you let speak into your life are safe people. What safe looks like is that what I mean is they're honoring, they're kind, and they know how to correct in love. And then they take the time to make sure that you understand what that correction was about and they encourage you and love on you afterward. That's the right way to correct. That's the God correction. If it's anything other than that, they could be feeding into your already wounded spirit. So it's important who you let speak into your life. So the second way that I want to answer that is that you need to bring this to the Lord and let him love on you and heal you. In 1 John 4, 18, it says something so powerful that I believe really needs to be a gauge for any negative feelings that we have. It reads, there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The person who fears is not made perfect in love, okay, meaning has not been matured in love, that word perfect. So God's love takes away every fear. It takes away fear of the future, fear of man, fear of abandonment, fear of being condemned, fear of punishment. Condemnation is punishment. So not only did you do something that needed to be corrected, but then comes something that makes you feel shame and just plain horrible about being you. So somewhere, someone gave you the message that it's not okay to make a mistake. Somehow you got the message deep down in your soul. Whenever someone corrects you, it triggers that same old feeling again. The word says in Romans 8, 1, that there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So if you belong to Christ now, assuming that, you know, you do, you're asking this question, we know that this feeling is not of God. Okay. It's just an old feeling from your old nature. So how can we get that healed? And what does that have to do with 1 John 4, 18, meaning that there is no fear and love? Everything, absolutely everything. It's the love of God that heals our souls from any wounds that the enemy has tried to put on us. Okay, anything less means we haven't been perfected in love yet. It means um, perf perfected in love, like I said earlier, means being matured in love. So this is a process. It's not a one-time thing. It's a process, but it's a process that I believe anyone who comes to the Lord more than likely needs to go through because we all have deep wounds in our soul in some form or capacity that needs to be, that we need to be set free from. Okay. So correction, when we're being corrected, that sets us on the right course. Condemnation actually attacks who we are. You got that? I'm going to say that again. Correction sets us on a right course. Condemnation attacks who we are. Now, when we press into God so that we can get to know his love for us more, uh, we also get to know how he feels about us, how he looks at us, 
how he deals with us, how he loves on us, regardless of what we've done or haven't done. And when we get to know that, we begin to heal. Okay. And that comes from spending time first off in his word to learn who he is and how he looks at us, how he thinks about us, how he sees our situation, but also, and this might just be a little more important, uh, maybe not, but spending time in worship with him so he can bring great revelation to the word that we put in our, our heart. The word says, when we come to God, we have to believe that he not only exists, but that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And that's in Hebrews eleven six. When we spend time in his presence, our reward is his presence. We begin to know what that's like. We begin to know or get a realization that he wants to be with us and how very much he loves us and approves of us. When that approval starts to get inside of us, there is an actual transference of divine or supernatural healing that begins to happen. That's why it's so important to be in the presence of God. And the more that we do it, the more that knowledge gets deep into our soul and we know we are fully loved. And when we're fully loved, we feel safe. We know that God is safe. He's a father unlike any other earthly father, and we begin to trust him. Now, the more that we hear his voice, we begin to hear how he corrects us at times, but it will only be in love, okay? And it won't hold the same sting that we knew prior to spending time with God and being healed, the same sting of punishment, shame, and condemnation. So taking all of, of what I just said, what that means is that we choose someone who, the, who we trust, right? That will speak into our lives and mentor us. And we also take the time to go before God and get our souls healed so that we can receive that correction. Okay. In order to be corrected, we have to make ourselves vulnerable to someone. And that's a scary thing unless you've been healed. That'll be a hindrance. You know, it will leave you in the place of where this question came from, that when someone speaks into your life, you feel condemned by their corrections. But when you get in the presence of God and you allow him to begin to heal you, then you can receive the words that others speak into your life. We have to get to know his love for us better because that is where the healing comes from. And that's where we get perfected or matured in love. When we're perfected in love, it casts out all fear, even fear of being corrected by someone, even fear of ever feeling condemnation anymore. Because when that condemnation tries to come back, we will now uh, remove that with truth of our personhood is not being attacked any longer. God has healed that. God approves of us. So he shows us what perfect love looks like so we can tell when someone corrects us in a right spirit that they mean it to build us up and not to tear us down. But after spending time with our heavenly father, at some point, the place of condemnation will be healed. And you just, like I said, you just won't allow that anymore. You won't allow that to, to creep in and live inside of you. It may still try to come back every once in a while, but you won't allow it to take hold. You won't allow it to live inside of you. So it's so important to know the word 
But I, like I started to say before, I think it's just as equally important to spend some time just hanging out with the Lord and loving on him. Now, this is different than prayer. Okay. So I want to be clear here. Prayer is asking him for something, interceding for needs and such. Worship is coming to him just because of how good he is and to give your heart to him, to lift him up, to lift up his name, to get to know who he is. In that place, when our worship goes up, his presence comes down and with it come the rewards, the rewards of his presence, the rewards of his voice, the reward of the light bulb moments over things that you may have read a a thousand times in the word. This is called sight. Our eyes, we begin to see things. The reward is heartfelt. You come away uh, with feeling and being different. It's visceral. It gets into the heart of you. The reward is the heartfelt peace. You come away feeling fully known and fully loved, despite whatever is known about you, without feeling judged or punished for being human or for missing the mark, which we um, call sin and having to repent. Now, when this becomes a lifestyle, fear and condemnation begin to fall off naturally. Your new man has been fed. It's been nurtured by the very spirit of God and your old man or nature gets smaller and smaller. In the coaching world, we call that it's becoming extinct. It never goes away, but it's losing its powerful voice over you. It's becoming extinct. His voice becomes the one that we hear and that we respond to. In John 10, 27, I love this. Jesus said, my sheep know my voice and they listen to me and the voice of another they will not follow. So when a condemning voice tries to come up within you, it doesn't stand a chance anymore because you know that's not the father's voice. You know that's not the true voice saying anything about who you really are. And you have learned how to align yourself with truth at that point. So when someone corrects you, you're able to take it to your father, weigh in on it with him, and then he makes the correction palatable to us, no matter how hard it may be to swallow. So how do you let people speak into your life when you're wired to feel condemnation? You choose your mentors wisely, is the first part of my answer, and you build up your relationship with the Lord so he can heal you and teach you the truth. That's the second part. Now, thank God he created us with the ability to have our brains rewired so that we speak the truth to ourselves and we can be healed. If you need some scientific proof of what I'm saying now, it's called neuroplasticity. You can look it up and it is amazing how God has wired us. He's wired us so that the old man passes away. Behold, the new man has come the way the word says. So we're also told, know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Speaking the truth within yourself instead of the old tapes and having him give life to his presence, speaking the truth within yourself instead of the old tapes and having him give life to it in his presence is the game changer. So I hope that that answers your question. And like I said, it may bring more questions. I don't know, but I know this was, there was a lot of spiritual talk, which may sound foreign to some people. Uh, different things that I've spoken about in the word, different principles and how to apply them. And even just spending time in God's presence, you know, maybe a little new for some people, uh, especially depending on your background. So if it is foreign to you and you'd like a little bit more information about it, please feel free to reach out. 
and uh, I will do my best to explain a little bit more uh, what this is about. It's so much fun diving into the scriptures and it's even more fun sharing them with, with others. So um, at this point, if we're not connected on social media, I'm on Facebook at Regina Fiorello Stafford, Instagram at Regina Staff, and my website is rewardscoaching.com. And you can also email me at Regina Stafford at Rewards Coaching. Be sure to check your email on Friday for a super special coaching promo that I'm offering to first-time clients for the month of November. Thank you again for spending this time with me, and God bless.